Hey, I'm Nichelle. And I'm Jackie. And you're listening to Coming to Minnesota, where we explore the good, the bad, and the just plain confusing experiences of two black women from Chicago. Chicago, Southside, you know what it is all day, every day. In D.C. Chocolate City, also known as D.C. Yeah, and we'll discuss everything from surviving the longest coldest winters ever navigating minnesota nice and all this passive aggressiveness and our ongoing quest to find spicy food shout out to the bottle of hot sauce i keep in my car i got hot sauce in my bag (laughs) you know what it is yes this is it (laughs) so today we just want to start off with our minnesota moment jackie do you have one that's coming to mind yes i do so we went on a lovely walk around the lakes this weekend. We it's did. finally warm, mm-hmm. a little too warm, but you know, we take what we can get. Beggars cannot be choosers these days. Um, and so we're walking, people are walking, you know, biking, running really funnily. Um, people run with p- terrible posture, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I saw somebody, do you remember an uh, old dude who? Like their football went into the lake. Oh my god! <laughs> so like, so like, <laughs> and so it's not the fact that like they. So the guy went and he got the ball out the lake, right? And he, I, that wasn't like that's understandable, kind of. Although you could just get another football, my guy. Questionable too. But but like he comes out and he he like showing off to his friends. He's like, yeah, these Crocs, they helped out. Look at how they saved the day. And I was like, sir. <laughs> first off, this whole fit is confusing because. I don't know what you're wearing, but you know, I am, everyone has different fashion choices, Mm -hmm. but you just got in this dirty lake and you wearing Crocs. And I just, it was just (sighs) Minnesota point is Crocs are ugly shoes. Um, (laughs) You should not be proud to wear them outside the house. I understand they're comfy, Um, wear them for work, wear them for comfort, but don't, don't try to flex in Crocs. Don't. Real. (laughs) But yeah, what was your Minnesota moment this week? Okay, listen. So like you said, it's getting warm. So, you know, I've been wearing a lot of dresses. um, And my legs are pretty tattooed up, as you know. And on my calf, I have a tattoo of DC, a city flag. And this guy come up to me and he was like, oh, what's that tattooed on your leg? So I'm like, (laughs) oh, it's, you know, the DC flag. And then he's like... I heard it get real ghetto there. And I was just like, what? <laughs> I was so taken aback. I was just like, excuse me. I was like, have you ever been there? And he's like, no, but that's just what I heard. And I was like, well, okay, you need to just not listen to everything you hear. Um, wow. So, what? <laughs> I did actually not happened. know this happened. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's wild. So, you know, just me at the bus stop waiting to come home from work and men bothering me. Actually, can we? This is not what the episode is about. Yeah, let's talk about this for a moment. Let's talk about it. Hashtag let's talk about it. Um, y'all are all crusty. Leave us alone as we walk around because yes. it's getting warm and like I don't want to wear pants all the time. You need to deal, world. Um, I need I need folks to stop yelling at the cars. Like someone almost caused a car accident <laughs> yesterday. I was walking down the street. Um, and he almost like he was beeping and he almost hit the car in front of him. And I was like, sir, one, you're ugly. So, no, this wasn't going to happen. But also, like, I'm leave, do what you got to do. Just, like, go on. Get out of my face. Like, street harassment is annoying. Like, y'all so are annoying. annoying. Like, it makes me not want to go outside. Like, real talk. So, like, mm-hmm. it's getting warm. Like, just, like, 
act like you have like a, a minuscule of sense, please. Cause a minuscule. That's all uh, we ask. Really, and that's the bar is low, <laughs> low, low down by the riverside. But yeah. So that <laughs> you know that was just our tangent on street harassment, and just leave us alone as we wear our dresses and our shirts this summer. But actually, what we're talking about today. <laughs> is work life in yeah. Minnesota and how's that been for us? Jackie and I both have moved here because of work and because of work opportunities. That was the entire reason so many transplants come to Minnesota. So we just wanna talk about that experience for us and Jackie. So what were your overall feelings, You know, general thoughts around work, working yeah. here? Well, I will say that's actually been one of the more positive Mainly because I think I've gotten a lot of opportunities and a lot of room to grow um, in different positions um, in ways that I don't think I would have gotten if I stayed in Chicago or went to another major city. I think I, one thing I really do appreciate is like there's like a culture or a willingness to like let people learn mm -hmm. how to do stuff and not mm -hmm. belittle them. Um, and that's super important, right? Because I talk to my friends like, in DC and like listen to like their work experiences and I'm like bruh just like mm -hmm. like you're sick like oh my god like literally like talking to a friend and she was like sick like she like her head was spinning she couldn't like she was dizzy she couldn't stand up and she's like I can't go home I can't go home and I'm like gee go home mm -hmm. and like I feel like I grew I like I got like that type of um you know sense of like this is a job mm -hmm. like that's it like from being here in Minnesota, because even talking to my parents, right? Like my mom, she works back in Chicago doing stuff. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Privacy. But, but like, like talking to her about her work experiences, right? And I'm like, gee, like you've really been doing this for years and I don't like how they're treating you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, like, so it's like definitely taught me uh, what, I, what I should accept and what I like, what I will accept and what I won't accept in terms mm -hmm. of like workplace stuff. Yeah. But like, mm -hmm. what about you? I think since, you know, moving here, I'm, I was kind of like fresh out of college and my work experience has been extremely different than a lot of my friends who are on the coast. It's been a lot more relaxed. It's taught me so much about myself. It kind of in a way taught me about like self care just because it's kind of a thing that's valued, at least at the organizations I've worked with and contracted with um, here in Minnesota. So I just think it's been such a great opportunity for me as far as like self-care and just still learning all the skills I need to learn because it's also a culture where it's like, we're gonna help you grow. And it doesn't take you a long time to grow. Like I've been here, what, two years, and I feel like I've done so much yeah. that I couldn't have possibly done if I were, in DC, so. Do you think that's like sector specific though? Cause we both work in similar, or like the same sector, mm -hmm. right? Like social services, like nonprofit-ish stuff. And th that's something I have been thinking about. Like, is that just cause of like the sector we're in, but also like location, I don't know. Well, like in DC, there are so many nonprofits. Like all the national nonprofits are based in DC. Mm -hmm. A lot of them, not all of them, a lot of them are. So. I would definitely say that in DC, it's like you gotta hustle. And especially like in nonprofit life there, it's always like hustling to get money. But I just think being here, it's just like a lot easier. Of course people are hustling to get money, hmm. but 
<laughs> Sorry, it's a shady morning for me, yes. y'all. It's a really shady morning. Um, but it's just not as. I feel like it's not as intense, and like people can still like relax here in DC. There's no time for no relaxing. It's funny you mentioned like a hustle, right? Because mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like I'm I'm doing, I'm hustling too much when I don't mm-hmm. need to here. Because I like because like that's the norm, right? Like I feel like if I were in any lo- other location, like like you know I work I do some form of work every day, right? Yeah. Um, which isn't like the healthiest, but um, I'm learning and growing. Hashtag growth, but um. You know, any other place, that would be, like, the norm. Like, you're supposed to be doing all these different things. And then, like, mm-hmm. sometimes I just be looking at people's Snapchats here, and they're, like, enjoying the weather and, like, taking yeah. breaks. And I'm like, what is this? What is this newfound thing that you guys <laughs> are doing? We can do that here? Oh, okay. So I'm learning. I, and I think that is really important. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely, the hustle can be real here. Yeah. So I think that's, like, one of the great things about working here is just that, you know, there's time to relax. There's time to just do you. And there are like so many opportunities. But on the other side, (laughs) there are challenges to working here. You know, you got to talk about both sides. Um, We started with the positive. That's good. Yeah, you know, a rose and a thorn. (laughs) So the thorns of working here in Minnesota. Jackie, do you have anything that, you know, comes to mind for you? Every time I walk into a space, often, I am the darkest person there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the only person there that's dark, that's black. Um, let's keep it 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's really tough sometimes. And then, like, I'm learning a lot about, like, networking. Like, like networking is so important here. One, people like using Facebook to connect um, for work, which is something I never experienced till I got here. Um, I was always like, LinkedIn, LinkedIn. So I had to be like, oh, this is like a very different cultural like thing, mm-hmm. like using my personal Facebook. So that, that was an interesting thing. But I think like just like sometimes like le- really learning how to like network and like kind of build those relationships has been a challenge, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like it's a very different space. And so um, just walking in and really being like the only black face, it can be jarring sometimes. Yep. I, I don't know if I'll ever get used to that. Like I just... Yeah, I don't know. Um, and also, it's really interesting because, you know, you're in that space as the only black as the only black woman. I'm there, and then, you know, especially when working with like coworkers or supervisors, like how people talk to you. Mm-hmm. I, oh girl, I, <laughs> I, I nah, y'all. I've shown Michelle some like messages I've gotten, and like, I feel like I'm being gaslit sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, how you, ta- why are you talking to me this way? And like, it's like a very like you can't be passive aggressive over like written communication um and people here don't always realize that um mm-hmm. so like how you say it is how i'm interpreting it mm-hmm. or like how you how it's written like i can interpret that a hundred different ways and like um that's one of the biggest things i've run into here like how people talk to me especially in per- professional settings has been a challenge and I've, it's, it's forced me to be like no this is how you're going to talk to me mm-hmm. xyz or i'm just not going to engage with you because because yep. <laughs> It's either that or I'm going to jail. Um, <laughs> and I'm, uh, no, 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 no. Y'all, <laughs> yeah. Michelle, you, you can go because I'm, I'm starting to get hated just thinking about it. Just thinking it. about it, right. I would definitely say the white spaces. Like, I also feel like I will never get used to walking into a professional setting. And I use that word very loosely, professional, um, because that has a whole lot of connotations to it, too. 
Um, and you also see it here, like what exactly is a professional? When I go to professional spaces, I don't see artists. I don't see creatives. I see like, you know, nine to five kind of people. And I'm like, no, artists and creatives, those are professionals too. That's interesting though. Cause when you say professionals too, like mm-hmm. I've also found it difficult. And it's something I've been like trying to work with on like not connecting with just like degreed folks. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel like it would be a little bit more easier to like connect with or like build like yeah that word professional is so loaded like how do you connect with folks that like don't have college degrees like Mm -hmm. that's how i navigate the world and that's how i make my connections because i have one but like gee like sometimes we boring like yeah we we don't have a sauce and like (laughs) we don't so (laughs) like i i really that's i don't know it's just something i've been thinking about too and then like in a lot of these professional spaces like they're very white and yep. they're very degreed and classed, mm-hmm. especially classed. Because talking to people about like, oh, how do you make your connections? Blah blah blah. I'll never forget we were at um this like entrepreneurship panel like a year ago or so. I don't mm-hmm. know if you remember. And so um one of the presenters, you know, it, we, we were asking like, how did you like start this own company up? Blah blah blah. And like just like the answers that this person gave was like, gee, like look in the room like mm-hmm. half of us are like like half of us are queer half of us are like folks of color or black mm-hmm. like and you're sitting here talking about like just do this just follow your dreams like no my god i that. have bills yeah i gotta send money home like real talk like what are you talking about mm-hmm. like like my dad's you know just like real life stuff like and mm-hmm. look, what you're talking about isn't applicable and so i will say though like it because like the majority of the professional spaces here are so white and so like middle class um finding out spaces that aren't like that Mm -hmm. um have been really good so like you know locus and like other like professional and personal development groups have been really really great resources and i they're very strong and i don't know if like they would be that strong in other locations you know that's true that's true because i think being in predominantly white workspaces here you're always seeking to find that other person of color. At my last job, it was just like me and one other person and we became tight. Like that's how I had to be because it was like, I trust you. And so that's why I think it's like so strong here. And that's why I always tell people another thing about living here. I'm like, yes, I'm in these white spaces, but it kind of like made me step into my own blackness and be like, proud of that and like look I'm going to walk into your white space and I am going to let you know that like I deserve to be in this space my mentor always tells me like if you're not at the table you're on the table mm-hmm. and so for me I just feel like I need to be in those spaces because no one else is going to talk about the issues that I care about and that are in my own community or even like I don't know if it's like I step I, I don't know if I would say for me like I stepped into my blackness but I stepped into like I know my stuff like mm-hmm. I stepped into like I know this and you're not going to tell me otherwise, mm-hmm. right? And I think I it really, like, had to keep getting hit with, like, oh, like, lesser than, lesser than, like, mm-hmm. like comments, like, whether it's, like, subconsciously or very consciously, mm-hmm. like, let's be real, like, people are, like, people are rude, like, yes. and, like, we'll really try to belittle you because of X, Y, Z, and so, like, you really hit a point where it's, like, like either, like, you, you just got to kind of be, like, you're wrong, I'm, like, I'm going to keep doing the work that I know I can mm-hmm. do, or like keep it moving and like that and like go where I can make the most impact. So I think it's really interesting, you know, being here. And so 
you know, that leads to the next point. We, we're saying all these things about like working within whiteness and having to deal with passive aggressiveness and finding that one other black or person of color who you work with and just latching onto them. But why here? Like why Minnesota? Why Twin Cities? Like why do we continue to work here? Um, the cost of living is popping. <laughs> it's going up, which is sad. Um, for mm-hmm. which is like really we gotta do better for the communities that have been here much longer than we have been. But mm-hmm. um, you know the cost of living is good. You know um, the Chicago rent. I'm not rocking with it. Yes. Um, <laughs> hashtag broke boy. But um, <laughs> no. Um, I think also like I needed. I needed to like figure out what it meant to like be a working person for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm one of those people. I've always like been hustling, right? I, I had to look back and I'm like, wow, you've been doing like a lot since like high school, mm-hmm. like even then, like working, like yeah. Um, and so I I knew though, like after college, like I was feeling burnt out, and I remember just like thinking about like, oh, like if I go to Chicago, I'm going to have to get, like, a state job because mm-hmm. um, that's that's the vein my family runs in, which is fine. I'm, you know, getting a state or federal job because you need benefits and X, Y, Z. And so even in college, um, I started looking at, like, what does it, like, mean to have different, to work differently? Yep. Um, because I've seen, we're talking, seeing how, like, work has, like, pretty much, like, killed or, like, really, really negatively impacted um, my family's health. And mm-hmm. so I did not want to, like, get comfortable and start living um, my postgrad life in that sense right so I just needed I needed a change and so Minnesota happened to be that change where I could really figure it out and mm-hmm. so it's now it's funny because I'll go home and I'll talk to my family about working XYZ and they're like but don't you need to do this blah 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 and they really don't know what I do I, I know yeah. they have no <laughs> idea what I do I, I explain it I'm like yeah. I, I have my elevator pitch and they're just like right but like where are your benefits like where is xyz and i'm like i have to explain it so it's i will say like it's definitely giving me that autonomy Mm -hmm. away from my family around like what it means to work because gee i'm not trying to work for the state shout out to working for the state but like i don't want to yeah yeah what about you (laughs) definitely you know these dc rent prices they're not playing out here they're not playing out here (laughs) um but for real like working in minnesota has been like such a great experience for me just as far as like i came here to get out my comfort zone um i've definitely done that i've come i came here to grow as a professional and as a a professional across all meanings of the word and i've definitely done that i've built the relationships that i needed to build which has been tremendous i think and just boosting who i am as a person and a professional and Minnesota has made it super easy to do that. Mm-hmm. Because it's also like, yeah, I'm the only black person in the room, but I'm the only one who really look unique in the room. So <laughs> you're going to be like, you're going to gravitate towards me in a way just because like you look different. So I think that also like plays a part where it's like, okay, yes, I'm the only black person in the room, but like, let me tell you why I'm in the room. And I think that has also helped in the process of me building my professional career and like why I choose to stay here. Yeah, no, I feel you. Do you think that one one aspect about this is right? Um, I think a lot about like how we are taught about work mm-hmm. growing up and like the function of it. Cause mm-hmm. 
because we live in a we live in a world where like we have to work all the time capitalism yeah like capitalism <laughs> be really knocking the wind out mm-hmm. of us sometimes mm-hmm. um hashtag it's the first and rent was due today <laughs> I, <laughs> I woke up sad <laughs> but um yeah so like do you how do you feel like that like pre- especially with like black people working right mm-hmm. i think there's so many layers around that mm-hmm. um how do you has that impacted like how you like operate around work here like even when you first came here like you know when you go home and you talk about your work to your family like how does that feel to you so i would say all throughout college i was i was that person where i was like i have to work constantly just because i have to provide for myself i have to provide for other people like i just have to be like I have to do my own thing. Like I have to always constantly work. And I had a mother who was also like that, but my mother, she's hitting a milestone age this year. I will not say her age. (laughs) She's hitting a milestone age this year. And in the past two to three years, the way that she thinks about work has shifted because she hit this milestone age. She quit her previous job where she was getting paid more for a job that she really wanted because she gets to travel for work. My mom is in California right now living her best life she sends me pictures of her by the pool like and I'm like are you even at work (laughs) what are you doing um so my mom is more just like I have to do for me like I'm done raising kids so I'm done providing Mm. so here's what I'm going to do for me and so I think I'm kind of like picking up on how my mom has chose to live her life in the past two to three years where she was like you know what I don't gotta provide anymore you got you paying all your bills right you alive, you healthy, okay, we good. Like, <laughs> and so now my mom was like, I can take a pay cut because I want to be able to travel. I can take a pay cut because I just want to do something that I really love. So now she's doing something that she really loves and she gets to travel and her job pays for it. And so I see that and I'm like, you know what? I could be happy like that. That's just like how my view. But before that, my mom was like a workhorse, you know, yeah. just because that's how it is in most black families. My mom's like, you know what? Yeah. I don't have to provide anymore, so... No, that's real. I think I I remember growing up, my dad would work third shift and then he would go to mm-hmm. the second job right after that. So for years he worked like he worked most of the, I like didn't barely saw him really. Mm-hmm. And uh he would sleep for like five six, four to six hours every night and it's really like caught up to him now. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember every time I'm like, Oh, I gotta do this, do this, do this I remember him him telling me about a family member. She was working like me. Um because sometimes on hashtag team no days off. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> but, that's real. Um, but she was doing a lot. She passed away, and she died from a heart attack at the age of like 21, 25, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. And my dad was like, if you don't slow down, Jackie, mm-hmm. you, you're going to regret it. And so I just think about that a lot and like definitely looking at like, you're not going to work my black body to death mm-hmm. over work. Um, you're just not. And so I try to remember that um, even when I'm like, how so hard? Like, yeah. I got Rick Ross playing. I'm doing work. <laughs> I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> okay. And so, you know, we've talked about all these things. And so we're talking about opportunities here. But how do we find the opportunities? Like, how do we network here? Jackie, do you have any tips, ideas, you know, for the other transplants, specifically the transplants of color mm. out here in Minnesota? There's a song by Charlie Wilson. <laughs> that it's look because sometimes I don't know how I like literally don't know what I'm doing Mm -hmm. I wake up and I say 
Jackie, what is happening? So he says, no, I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm not that religious, but that song really hits. Mm-hmm. No, um, I think um, for me, I'm not a... I'm a very reserved person. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting and like reserved and it doesn't benefit me a lot of the time. So yeah. I, I think one of the biggest things I would say is like if you're a person that just like hates networking, you don't really like talking to people, you think it's a waste of time, I feel you because sometimes it is. But um just like <laughs> I think just like realizing that like, you know, these are people too. Um mm-hmm. they're no better, no worse than you. Like that is okay. Um, and just like you're just having a conversation like I don't I, I found that like when I don't um, have like big expectations around an event I'm just like I'm just gonna go check this out that's been yep. always like I've made really good connections with that mm-hmm. um, and like I'm just like I'm just here to learn I, mm-hmm. I love learning and so like I think if you are finding like constantly finding opportunities to learn like go on Eventbrite go on LinkedIn to look for events um, Facebook like I mentioned is a really good tool here um, mm-hmm. It's weird, but uh, mm-hmm. like there are a lot of there's a lot of um, networking to be done over Facebook, um, and so really finding those opportunities and just starting slow, right? Like commit mm-hmm. to like I, I I would always like I try to commit to like doing one thing a month that will better me. And I've actually wow, shout out to me, I've been doing it this year. Yes, um, yeah, and then like also just like you know, especially so one thing I know Nichelle does a little bit of this too, but like we do some freelancing stuff on the side too. Mm -hmm. And so one thing for me has been like always like thinking about like what are my skills and what can I do to like better someone's like business or something Mm -hmm. like that. And so, you know, just like sticking to what I know and like building upon that has been super, super helpful. Um, But then also like knowing your boundaries, knowing your limits. Yes. I definitely... I remember we went to a conference and I was like, oh, I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Like, I only got four hours of sleep and I have to be here at eight. And then I was like texting the show. I was like, gee, I'm so tired. And she was like, girl, I'm not coming until like <laughs> nine or 10 or whatever. Like, why mm-hmm. are you going so early? You don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. And realizing like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's also part of it. You don't have to say yes to everything because mm-hmm. you don't. Like, just look out for you first. So mm-hmm. I think that's been, like, really key for me. Um, but, yeah, what about you? So my previous job, it was kind of like a community building kind of job. Um, and so I got to meet a lot of people. So that was, like, the first thing for me was networking was use the people around me to meet other people. Like, <laughs> I work a job a 9 to 5 every day. So why would I not ask these people like, hey, you need know someone who needs help with their social media. You need someone who needs writing for their website, copy for this. Like, why would I not ask these people I work with? And then there are so many nonprofits in Twin Cities centered around building community. And if you go to their events, you will meet a lot of people who either need help with their work or are trying to find someone full time or just people you can connect with who are just like super cool and super dope. But like Jackie said, I am not opposed to saying no. I am not opposed to saying I will come to your event late because that part of it is not applicable to me. Like, that part is not necessarily what I'm there for. Some events, I'm like, who's going to be there and what time do I want to hear them speak because I want to meet them. Um, and if they're not speaking until 1.30, uh, I'm showing up at 1 p.m. Like, <laughs> And that's just because sometimes I go in and I'm just like, okay, this is who I want to talk to. This is who I want to meet. 
and this is the time I'm going to arrive so I can meet that person. Um, being also, strategic. Yeah, yeah, being so strategic about it. I'm like, I do not like having my time wasted. Jackie knows this. I do not play about my time being wasted. Um, so I am very strategic about thinking about who I want to talk to and what relationships I want to build. And then just like Jackie said, using social media. Social media can be a good and a bad thing, as we've all seen. But as far as networking, get in on LinkedIn, get in on Facebook, getting on Eventbrite, seeing what events you can go to to build your skills or meet other people who are like-minded. The best thing ever. You gotta build that personal brand. That's really important. Build yeah. that personal brand. And then also shout out groups like Locust. We already shouted them out earlier, but shout out to them again. Yeah. Because they're doing a lot for like people of color in Twin Cities and also make it MSP. Because yeah. they're doing a lot around professionals of color in the Twin Cities. And yeah, just like people who move here. Because mm -hmm. it can be, as we have said before, a whoopsie daisy. I don't know. I don't, I don't it could be an experience. Yeah. <laughs> it could be tough. It can be rough. Yeah, so one thing, Nichelle, you mentioned earlier, which mm -hmm. I think we should definitely explore. Mm -hmm. um, you texted me the other day and was like, yo, I don't, like, work is tough. I don't know if I'll ever be able to, like, catch up to white people financially. Yeah. No, honestly, honestly. Like. And I was, like, eating a nice little meal, and then I was like, this is depressing. Damn. I mean, okay, because we talked about our family experiences, right? Yeah. What black child hasn't heard you have to work twice as hard to get hard as them to get like what they have, right? But even when I'm working twice as hard, I still feel like I will never be able to acquire the wealth that white people have in this country because of slavery, because of colonization, because of and I work in I work in philanthropy, which is literally built like Philanthropy is be, it's what it is because a bunch of rich white people have money that they've earned throughout their lives through the exploitation of my people and other people of color. So I'm just like, you know, why I got to work so hard? Yeah. When I just really, what I want in life is just that I want to be comfortable. I want to be able to take care of mine. And if I can do that, that I'm not going to bend over backwards to try to catch up to white people. I don't like defining anything in my life by what white people do and their white wealth and capitalism. So it's just like, if I'm good, then I'm going to relax. I wish I could take on that mentality. It's a hard man. Like, Jack, Jackie, I literally text you so late at night because I just literally had that realization. <laughs> like, what? Like, five days ago? <laughs> like, yes, this is literally five days ago. I literally just had that realization, like, just just then i was like yo like none of this really even matters yeah, but see i just like I, I want that mentality i wish i could have it i literally have seen my father my dad he worked himself to the bone like and like i don't talk about this often but like he's like like he's severely limited like with mm -hmm. his mobility and stuff sometimes and like he's in like chronic pain and mm -hmm. like directly related to work incidents and working his working too hard so like in my head i'm like yeah, like, this is not, like, this is not for us. Like, this concept of work is just not it. But at the same time, I'm, like, it's also, like, yo, if I just work a little harder, you know, I can make it. But then you sent that text, and I was, like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't say what I really wanted to say, but, like, I was just, like, yo, like, this is sad. So, like, where I, where do I go from here? And I think that that just made me, like, realize, like, 
because I think one of the benefits of Minnesota is like, you know, I do a lot of work. One of the downsides is like, I'm so bored that I'd rather do work than other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd rather like do work than like go out or X, Y, Z because I'm like, that's not it for me sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, but that, that's not good. Like that's not healthy. So like, how do I, I don't know. It's it, That just made me realize like, dag, like I'm reaching for something that like probably just realistically is never going to happen. Yep. Unless I win the lotto. Um, shout out to the lotto. <laughs> I'd be playing that sometimes. <laughs> I'm really Don't my we grandma. all? I'm my <laughs> grandma's child. <laughs> they got me scratch offs when I turned 18. <laughs> and I want money on them. <laughs> but, oh, that's a lot. Yeah, no, but um, uh, yeah, unless I win the lotto, like, and even then, mm-hmm. I was reading this article about this white couple in Wisconsin, and they, like, built up a lotto company, and they were winning, mm-hmm. like, millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who has the time and resources to do this? White people. Yeah. Yep. No, no, honestly, yeah. It was a wild article. But point is, like, I just, that just reminded me of, like, building, like, resources outside of, like, money mm-hmm. and, like, building community is, like, so important because, like, this is all fake anyway. Mm-hmm. But, like, you got to build up on the real stuff. Um, yeah. So thank you for that text late at night. Low key depressing as hell. But, Low key, high key, actually real. So yeah, so it's okay though. Like Jadica said, we gon' make it. Mm-hmm. We gon' make it. We gon' make it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. I really want to know like m- more about like people's work, like feelings around work, especially here. I, mm-hmm. I think it's just really interesting, especially in the corporate world. So y'all, if y'all have thoughts or feelings or you know reactions to it, like please like. Shout out to us on like, like just send us comments on social media, because mm-hmm. um, we really again this is the conversation. These are this is our perspective, but like we want to hear from everyone. And so thank y'all for rocking with us. Always, yeah. Um, my social media again is Jackie Got Squat J A C K Y Got Squat. You mm-hmm. know, like squats in the gym because I'm doing them. <laughs> Catch me this summer. <laughs> Um. <laughs> and my social media is Nichelle O'Drama. Like Michelle Obama, but just O'Drama <laughs> and Nichelle. Like my name. So I've never heard you describe it like that. That's where I got it from. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, my brother used to is be like, you know, you classy like Michelle Obama, but you always bring drama. <laughs> this is when I was like fifteen. I don't think I really bring drama no more, but it just stuck on. You don't. You bring good vibes. You Look, I be bringing drama. And you be like, no, Jackie, don't do it. (laughs) All right. Thanks, y'all. Thank you. Catch us next time. Hey, so we're talking about work, right? Um, mm-hmm. Work is, like, cool, I guess, but also we live under a capitalist <laughs> estate. So if yes. you want to give me money, um, my <laughs> PayPal will be on the social medias. And, I'll, um, you know, you can cash. Ooh, Cash App. I like Cash App better. Yeah, um, my Cash App, I don't remember the user, the tag right now, but I'll post it because, mm-hmm. like, capitalism <laughs> is, is, is whack. If you want to help out your local black women and help us prosper, and white yeah. capitalist society. I have no problem with begging, so um, 
TLC said it. I ain't too proud to beg. Um, so you know my cash act tag will be in the description. We'll put both of ours there. You know, yes. equal opportunity is not yes. just about me. 